Ashley Rose. Nobody can call me Ash. I'm with TWM News, home of, well, we were the wrestle movement. Now we are wrestling, pop culture, music, and a bunch of other things, including film. I'm here with Trent from Hemi. Uh, Trent, how's it going? Good, Ash. Thanks for having me on. Thank, appreciate that. Absolutely. Now, Trent, I wanted to ask you here, you know, because we cover a lot of impact. I cover impact wrestling. I happen to know through the grapevine and also you that Hemi once did the music for impact twice did the music for impact actually oh, excuse yeah me. Twice. twice we did the music for rebellion 2019 and then bound for glory 2019 so our song decay uh clearly inspired obviously uh was the song for rebellion 2019 which was morrison and uh or Johnny Impact and Brian Cage, and then the Bound for Glory 2020. I'm sorry, 2019, which was Callahan Cage. We did uh, our song called uh, Avalon Averted, the Fixer Remix. That was the instrumental for the uh, trailer for that. So yeah, super exciting. Behind me are the contracts on my wall from like when we signed with them. It was a big deal for me because it was like nearly 20 years in the making for me to get that. I want always wanted that to happen, and uh, it it all lined up. It was super trippy to just be watching impact on tv and not only like did we see it play but then like when it came for bound for glory we played the um the pre was the prelude to glory no all glory the all glory event the night before it was a basic a pre-party and we played it we actually played the impact party so it was a trip to have josh matthews and don Callis plugging my band showing our logo plugging the band on impact tv they're like we're gonna they're gonna be playing tomorrow and don cast like, oh i love that rock and roll and i was like that's a frick, that, that's what a trip man it was so cool so uh definitely really awesome uh to get that the song decay though if you go if you type in hemi decay uh it's on spotify on spotify the cool trick is because there's like a dj named hemi too if you just type us in all caps on spotify just h-e-m-i in capitals we come right up um cool thing is with that song i work in the words uh crazy for crazy steve and then abyss for abyss and for rosemary i work in roses the word roses and mary like all into one sense i actually work them all into the to the song so it's really cool it's kind of a little a little bit of a an easter egg in the whole thing which i just revealed so now you know what the easter egg is but if you could find it it's pretty cool the big shout to the impact fans because like they help make those two songs um it's really crazy because impact obviously the smaller brand but even on that smaller brand you see the power of that media and the power of the, of the fan support like those two songs blew up for us after we got them on impact like stream counts sales it was really cool and so it's like it shows you like i can only imagine when people license stuff to like the nfl or the nba like what happens you know but like even on that scale it was so awesome to see the songs blow up and like become a thing so I was really, uh, really proud of that. Now, Trent, how long has Hemi been together? You know, for the audience that that does not know, who may be discovering you for the first time, I yeah, know yeah. you do some kick-ass shows. I, I, you know, I so I've, you know, I see, you know, I see y'all out there. Y'all are touring again or playing yeah. again. Yep. So, this is going to be oh. year twenty in June. In June of this year, it was going to be the twentieth year of the band, and um lineup changes that you know a bunch of lineup changes but me and my drummer have been the consistent from day one uh, i got two amazing guitarists now who are just incredible like they're 
they're more into like newer stuff. Me and my drummer are more into like older stuff. So it's a great blend of like um it's a good like fusion of styles. So you get you know, you get a lot of like influence of Ford of Osiris, between the Buried and Me, you know, Dream Theater, uh, Revocation from those guys. Then from me and my drummer, you'll start getting stuff of like the Metallica, the Megadeth, the Iron Maiden, you know, that kind of stuff is where so like we kind of ground each other in this weird way. But it's a lot of fun. It's a really a lot of fun to see to work together and like push each other in these different directions. But this is year 20. I'm planning on doing like a big party for like everybody, like all the former members. I was only one that I haven't talked to in many years, but he still lives locally. So I'm hoping to get in touch with him and uh and get him out for this. One guy lives in Michigan, he'll definitely drive in. Another guy's in Puerto Rico, but he said he just came here, but he said he'll fly in for it. So I will absolutely uh try to do a big like big bash and you know i was thinking like going all out rent you know rent a room at a restaurant have a photographer roaming take pictures little videography like i want to document this is a big deal for me so i'm gonna get that down so you know you've mentioned you know that your drummer's into you know some metallica you know your current guitarists are into you know some newer stuff yeah what is it that inspired him originally in the beginning? What Honestly, was the type of music? You know, what were you looking for? What type of sound were you interested in or what you were trying to accomplish? The original lineup was more into like 70s hard rock metal. Like we were really like Sabbath, Deep Purple. Um, definitely. I mean, I can't you can never deny Metallica, you know, like the influence they have on anybody who's in metal. But, you know, Priest, uh, really into that kind of like like the early demos were just like a weird mix of like this very like the way sabbath kind of did their thing where they were basically like a hard blues band and then they went into like this metal infusion that's kind of what we did too we were in that same kind of vein where we were like you had that bluesy root with like this hard rock that like you know purple and zeppelin were kind of bringing into the, the fold earlier at that point so we were kind of doing the same thing and then we shifted uh, after lineup one. We cut off a demo with that one. Then we did our first album in 07. And that one was way more metal, you know, very classic metal influence. And it's 07, so it's still kind of early. Uh, but then we took a really big shift in, in like recording sound in 2014 with our Undivided Intentions album. And then like our Avalon album in 2018 was like, complete departure like you wouldn't think it's the same band but we just went a whole different but that's what the new guy you know like that's with our new influence our new guitar and everything so there was a lot more creativity and a lot more of that new new sound that just really started creeping in so it's the band's always evolved and that's always been the thing i've been most proud of that we always had this weird evolution and they could think if you listen to the first demo to now it's not the same band which i like which i like you know, I think, you know, evolving, especially as a band, you know, if you take a look at like, you know, the longest running bands, you know, like, let's yeah. say, let's, let's put out there, we'll say, we'll talk about like, you know, bands like maybe like AFI, mm -hmm. who constantly adapt and change their sound per album, you know, yeah. per year. You know, I think it's important as far as, you know, not only as an audience, but of course, to attract newer listeners to come back mm -hmm. uh, have you you know being around for 20 years you notice any differences in your as far as you know your listeners 
people that attend your shows? Yeah, so here's that's an interesting question because we noticed like so our undivided intentions album had a lot of the mortals influences, but there were some of the older there were songs that were written in like you know 20 2009 10 and then they've they evolved but i remember like and that one was still kind of like our old fans still really liked it but i remember in 2018 we were, when we released avalon it was such a departure from everything that there were there was a drop-off of like fans who liked the old sound they were like no we like the old style you guys did like they were into that they were into like the classic metal style but subsequently we gained new fans like the younger generation jumped on more because it was like well now you sound like you know between the buried me or like born of osiris and darkest hour and you have those revocation like influences now and little that kind of stuff now and it's like oh cool so you're like this so we the, those fans are coming around and like i said we're, it's not a total departure you still have like the elements of other stuff but it's like we were primarily an older genre influence and now it's like here's this and so those fans we had it dropped off but we gain other ones in the meantime which i thought was it sucks to lose people but you gain more so it's a nice little trade-off and it's part of the to me i'm all about evolving i don't like to get stuck in a certain sound especially when you have uh really good musicians who join you and they're like they push you to be better and and to change your way and kind of get out of your your comfort zone to me that's the best that you can do so why not like experiment more so like on our and the avalon album we had like keyboards and we had different sound effects and multiple tracks and i think we layered a couple of guitars like six times like there's all sorts of weird experiments that went on so like this up and coming one it's going to be even more wacky because we're just trying to get even crazier but to me it's like if you're not changing if you're not evolving yeah you can you can fall into a comfort zone and like please everybody which is fine but it's like I, this isn't my full-time job it's not like we're making a million dollars so why not at least have fun with it and leave something that's like just try i mean you could experiment with stuff you know and the cool thing about the studio is that you can always remix and change things around so why not at least push yourself to try you know that, that's natural with any kind of art now as far as you know recording do you does hemi do their own recording or do y'all actually have someone produce it and assist you with it as far as studio quality. we work with an amazing guitar uh producer named aj kohler and uh, aj is awesome he's uh he's one of the best producers out there right now and he's he's extremely he's great at hip-hop and he's great at metal like those are his two focus genres but he has such an amazing creative ear like he hears the stuff in between and, but the best part about AJ is he's a multi-instrumentalist. He knows how to play. He can like foresee what a sound is going to be and what it, what it should sound like. And he can jump in and play it and fix something and be like, no, let's try this. Let's orchestrate it this way. And he's very collaborative to me, to any band out there. What I will say is like, if you have a producer, don't just get like our first record was, was with a guy who just hit record and hit stop. Oh, you guys done? Cool. Stop. Hit record. Stop. He didn't care. He wasn't trying to be a collaborator. And our first record, like, I would kill to remix that record right now. Uh, and I have the master tapes, and I think on the 20th anniversary of it, like, which will be 27, I think I will do a remix, like a re remastered edition, where I'll remix the whole fucking thing with AJ. But AJ is great because he's like, he will sit there and he'll, 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 first he'll talk to us. He'll be like, what, what are you going for? Like, he'll, 
an hour of the time will be just like understanding the direction. What are we going for? What do we want to do? What are we trying to accomplish? What's this song about? Like he absorbs each song to understand what we're going for. So then when we're recording it, it's like, start, stop, no, try this. Okay. Let me, let me, let me show you this. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm envisioning. I mean, it's like, a, I always say like, he's the fifth member of the band. Like AJ is a member of the band because that's what you want your producer to be. You want your producer to be somebody who's a part of your band because his name is on that record too. So you want them to be proud of what they put out. So like, listen to your producer. Like, you don't have to always go with it, but work with your producer. Like that's their job. That's what you hire them for. If you want somebody just to hit record and you know start and stop, like you can do that yourself. But if you get a producer who who wants to to help you bring the best out in your sound and be proud of their work, get a collaborative producer because that's what you want to you want to have going. And then we've done two albums and a and a single, like a, a double you know A and B side single with AJ. Like, so far. and I did an, I did another EP with a different band that I play guitar with AJ too. So I've done a lot of work with AJ and I think he's, he's phenomenal. He's a great producer. It's so good at what he does. So it's worth the money to pay somebody who's going to do that for you. So look for a good producer. So, um, you know, I've, how's the, how are the audience, you know, how, like, how's the audience coming along? Cause I do know you had another show, you you know it looked like you know everyone had a great time oh it was a blast yeah it was such a blast crowds are back which is great we played uh we played out here in chicago at the burlington and uh huge crowd it was so cool totally full room i mean they went bananas they were like moshing people were carrying each other around their shoulders and like beer everywhere I and mean, it was wild jumping off the stage like i was like what is going on you know like it was so cool but uh our set even got cut short by a song we were like the second band or third band went long screwed us so you know again to be conscious of those kind of things like it's just like every be word to the bands if you have this amount of time don't go over because that fucks everybody else up okay like that you it, it screws everybody else's time up and that goes in wrestling too like i work in wrestling that's that screws. i mean you go over your time like it it can bump a match it can like ruin a, a a match plan stick to your times but um crowds are amazing like we really had a blast sold a ton of merch uh just it was great to get back and just have our have our fan um just really touch base back with our you know touch back with our fan base like that again and regularly again so we, we're not like at one time we played shows like every week and we were on the road but now we're a little more selective obviously you get older you have more commitments so now our big thing is we just we post up we both we play less shows but bigger ones and we go out of state now and things like that so more often so it's it, it's become more valuable to us to like play less shows but bigger ones than it was like to be on the road every weekend because sometimes you'll be on the road play a gig and it's like it's you and the bartender you know and it's like what are we doing here but you build up a little anticipation people haven't seen you for a while you get a bigger crowd that comes out and we really I and mean, that we've proven that formula and it really works so we haven't played empty rooms you know not kind of in a long time which is really nice so i'm really happy about that and i'm really grateful to everybody who comes out because like we have a really supportive fan base who who comes out and, and they and they buy merch and then they they support they listen 
uh it's awesome to see that because you you know you don't like you like i said we're not metallica right but uh in, in our own little world we might as well be right because you feel you people make you feel that good about yourself and it's really awesome to, to get that love and support from from folks and like at our last show a bunch of people from uh from like wrestling showed up you know and i was like that was cool you know so it was cool to have a bunch of those people come out to the show and everything like that so i uh i'm really grateful to everybody very very appreciative and um yeah if you're in a band make your fan base feel appreciated and because they will they'll go to the ends of the earth for you if you if you make them feel loved and like little things like i give stickers out to everybody like i have a stack of hemi designs that one of the dead did uh one of the dead who's done a ton of wrestling merchandise like he's done a, i just got a new one for impact i think Juan just did uh this is the new bullet club one he just did a new one for impact but Juan did a, our last like five six designs and it's awesome so like i printed stickers and i just give those out to fans I'm like here thank you for coming here's a set of stickers for coming out to the show and people seem to love that so make people feel important you know thank them for putting their time in something as little as a sticker can be can be valuable to them you know i gotta I've see always... i gotta see what what shirt it is that Juan did now for impact he just released a new one i know he did yeah. the latest moose one i think it's the moose one that just came out maybe i they have they yeah. got a lot of new merch come out Recently. they have they have they've had a lot of good oh the new trade the new Trey one is his the new Trey miguel, oh, one, the Trey miguel one yeah with the eyes with the eyes blind that's his i know that for sure so that's pretty cool good for one he's amazing if you need any designs guys one of the dead of the dead 209 on twitter dudes the shit you know i've always stressed that community is important absolutely um, you know i i've stressed that in any interview uh whether i talk to anyone from impact or talk to mm. anyone else in general community is always important now that being said do you have any interesting stories that that you would like to share <laughs> well <laughs> like how how one. like i mean how explicit am i allowed to get like there's some funny ones I and mean, there's a bunch of uh, 20 years um I'll, I'll tell one that's like really that always stands out to me for some reason and <laughs> um so my drummer one time we were playing a gig and he did this like crazy like he had this awesome part in the song and it was just like so wild and i just like he ended the song ended and i was like give it up for god you know i was like give it up for him and i was like yeah and then some dude in the back of the room just goes wait a minute that guy fucked my sister and i was like and i was like what you know like and i was like what he goes that guy totally fucked my sister and i was like holy and like this is going like this is getting yelled across the room and i'm just like i'm like the 90s are really good to this dude so the chances are he probably did fuck your sister and <laughs> the was like, 90s you know, were really uh -huh. good. <laughs> so then later on it i find the guy and we go I'm, and i look at my drum rolls on stage i'm like what the fuck he's like oh it's so like we find the dude and i'm like did he really fuck your sister? he's like dude isn't your name this and he's like my sister is so and so and he's like and my drummer looks like a fuck. And he's like, oh shit. And I'm like, you fucking, you fucking sister. He's like, dude, I totally fucked this sister. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like years ago, like way, way long ago. I'm talking like 10 years, not 10, maybe. They really know how to hold a grudge, huh? Like seven years prior, seven, eight, maybe even more, man. You know, like seven, eight. No, it was like 10 years prior, 10 years prior. 
He's like, yeah, I totally did. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, and I knew that I kind of knew who that girl was. I was like, that's this dude's sister. I, you fuck. I'm like, you fuck. I didn't even know it has happened. It was just so wild. It was just like this dude in the middle of a set just yelled that out. I just thought it was hilarious. But that one always stands out to me. But we had some other ones, like some another crazy one was um this one's another favorite. I'll tell this one. We'll, we can move on after this. But I always love this one because it's really wild. But we were playing this battle of the bands one time, and it was four bands. Um, it was like a you know, five bands, five bands, and this one band that the singer thought he was, I don't know what he thought, he just thought he was really fucking good. And um, he was kind of like we played before him, and he was in tag. No, I think we played last. So he's playing, he's kind of antagonizing us all night, like really just like fucking with us. Um, take little side comments because I think they didn't headline, so he was pissy, like fucking just kind of taking little shots and like you know, looking at us and making weird gestures from staying. I'm like, dude, what is with this guy? And at one point, so we're all sitting at this table by this like stages here, we're all sitting here, we're watching them play, and the dude's stage dives, but he stage dives into us, and my guitarist at that point like had it like he's like fuck and he just starts beating on this dude like in the middle of their set like they're playing these two are brawling and he kind of like he's like fuck you and like they just so they, they kind of drags himself away goes back on saying i'm like we're, we all calm him down and we calm our guy down they go back they finish their set and uh yeah so they yeah, i'm trying to remember what the order of playing was i forgot what anyway all I know is, yeah, they couldn't load out. We all have to load out at the end of the night, right? So we're playing. So we play after. Again, he's fucking antagonizing us, like, from the stage. And, like, my guitar is seething, right? So we finish our set. We know they're, they're starting to load out immediately. We finish our set. We put our stuff down. We see them sneak out. We go out there. And my guitar's like, what? You got some shit to say? This is like the band, like the, the venue's here. All this shit's going on. We're in like the loadout spot. My guitar's like, you got some shit to say? And I was like, no, no, no. He goes, but yeah, I got some more. And the guy's like, yeah, I do. He's like, fuck you. And, my, and then that's it. It just starts. And both bands start fucking brawling in the parking lot. Full on just brawling in this parking lot. And like the venue has no idea this is happening because we're, we're outside in the back. And we're and it might have been like quick, but we're just fuck. Everybody's going at it. Lead singer against lead singer, guitars against guitars, and like it just gets ridiculous. And my and like I remember my guitar player took the dude had this long, very frilly scarf, and he remember he like beat him down and he took his scarf and they held it up like it was a title belt. And it's like, what are you gonna say now, motherfucker? And then they ran off. They just they got their shit. And they were loaded. They got their shit. And they just fucking. And then the bar people came out. It was a whole schmoz. We had to go back in to find out who actually won the Battle of Bands. <laughs> but I remember that scarf sat in my trunk for like five years afterwards. <laughs> like that fucking <laughs> big giant scarf. I remember thinking like, what the hell just happened? We just, we literally had a literal battle of the bands outside where we just started beating the fucking piss out of one another. It was so ridiculous. So ridiculous, but one of the best stories ever because, like, it was literally it was four, five on five, and we're just going at it. It was so stupid. <laughs> <It was> awesome. <laughs> so dumb. 
hey, at least you got a souvenir from that fight. Dude, that thing was in my, and I wish I knew where it was right now because I know, like, I put it somewhere. It might, my, it might very well be at our like studio now, like, um, like in the loft, like just sitting in our low loft storage area. Because I know I would have kept it on for that reason, just on purpose. I would have kept that shit, but it was for, so ridiculous. For random wrestling fan that's <laughs> never been to any type of independent show or indie show or punk show or metal show believe it or not this is a normal occurrence yeah i mean back then, <laughs> back then it was a lot more like there was so many not not re- not lately but it you know back then it was it was it was a lot uh there were so many shitheads at one time you know that were in the scene but like now like they weed themselves out you know that's the thing the shitty people and shitty bands will weed themselves out from that kind of stuff so I'm glad that bands like that are gone because there's, I mean, we really just roll with good people now. The bands we play with are fantastic people. They're awesome. And they're supportive as shit. That's what you want. Like that scene cannot grow if the other bands don't even support it. If everybody's in, in like a pissing contest of like, who's better? It's like, yeah, dude, we all have competitive edges, but like that's, but you're not going to level yourself. I was just talking like metal has the biggest gatekeeping bullshit ever. It's the biggest gatekeeping is in metal, but um, other genres don't like hip hop. The reason hip hop grows is at the rapid pace it does. Rap grows the best at the pace it does, and it's always it's so successful. Like all these little guys just like pop up and become stars because they support the shit out of one another. Collabs, guest appearances, opening spots. They're all there's no gatekeeping in hip hop. They're so open about it. But like metal will literally gatekeep. Oh, they're on straight. Oh, Metallica, Stranger Things. Oh, fuck anybody who likes them because of that. It's like, dude, why? Who cares? It's they're listening to metal. Who gives a shit? You know. But like ego trips about that kind of stuff because Metallica was on Stranger Things. You know, like whatever. Well, you know, similar to the concept of like you know how people. I remember uh, distinctly. I think it might have been. can't remember which exact uh magazine it was mm-hmm. uh i don't think it was metal injection it might have been someone else that they ended up asking the questions whether or not how do you feel about people that don't listen to metal wearing metal shirts yeah i personally i'm like i, I don't care i don't care if you wear if you want to wear a fucking metallica shirt hey by all means if you want to wear a black sabbath uh, shirt you know by all means you know hey i still think it's pretty cool that you're fucking wearing one even if you've never even heard an album i'm not going to sit here and judge you based off of your decision on wearing a shirt yeah along the similar lines now uh so when sammy callahan coming back to the band <laughs> well I, I purposely wore his shirt today because he is the lead singer of the band technically right but uh and you have interviewed him and you've talked to him about this and i know he's He's mentioned it that it is his band first and foremost. <laughs> so I love me some Sammy Callahan, even though he has no hair now, you know, he shaved his head. But I love Sammy Callahan. And uh, I do, the plan is if we can align schedules, I do want Sammy to, to do some kind of guest vocal on this coming album. So I, I need him to be on it. Even if it's in the smallest capacity, I just want Sammy to be credited on the album because uh, i love sammy callahan he's a friend of mine i mean he's worn a hemi sh- hat on impact wrestling uh and i i'm a i was a sammy mark 
and I've gotten to produce Sammy at AAW and just to see him grow. To me, Sammy Callen is one of it is one of the best of my generation, and I absolutely love him to death. And I I just want him to be on this record so bad. Even I, honestly, even if it is like a scream, you know, and I can just record it and patch him in. I don't care. I want Sammy Callen on this record, no doubt. Um, so hopefully soon. As a long story short, hopefully pretty, yeah. hopefully soon enough, we'll we'll incorporate him in. I mean, I've interviewed Sammy. I love Sammy. Sammy's He's the best. He's Great. the best. I love Jessica too. You know, she's, I think she's a phenomenal content creator. And as far as you know, yeah, she's cool. You know what's cool about Jessica too is, uh, she is, she gets the, as far as social media goes, like you mentioned content creation, she totally gets the concept of interaction. She will leave comments, she'll tweet. Like Jessica is a, she's interactive. That's what you want in somebody. Somebody's interactive, you know, and you, are a fan of theirs they're interactive like that's she gets it i love that about jessica that she's she's very interactive with people so uh and she's, she's super sweet total sweetheart too yeah you know i absolutely love jessica too i love sammy uh sick 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 because she's sick because uh, she's sick like yeah, by cool. far the best like change that's happened you know i loved when she was havoc but yeah. this is like something completely opposite, like opposite, you know? Oh my God, it's nuts. It's nuts. <laughs> it's, it, it's great. It's crazy. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, you could tell she's having a great time. That yeah. all of them are having a great time. You know, that's, you know, she's with uh, Ty and Rosemary. So mm -hmm. like there, you could tell that they're really having a great time. They have great chemistry. Yeah. I like that. I, li I like the fun that they have and it, it's really cool. It's really cool to see them, uh, find this space I, I think i think jess just having fun you know like she's having a great time i i mean i love them sammy and jess are just a great couple sammy Callahan, i can't even emphasize enough to people like how much he's helped a lot of people you know grow their careers and stuff like the dudes the dude's awesome yeah you know and I'm, I'm i'm blessed that like i know the guy like i really do feel fortunate to know the guy and like work with him and you know if you've ever worked with him he's a, he's a good dude he's yeah. a really good dude and like to this day, you know, I have like interviews I remember. That's one of the ones I remember that I left, and I'm like, I don't know what happened, but you know, we just had a great time. Yeah, you know, it was one of the best interviews I've had. Um, but you know, absolutely love Sammy. I love Jess. You know, shout out to them both. And you know, I have always just in, and I've told this to Jessica before. I've admired their confidence in themselves. Yes. Absolutely, just. It's inspiring to me just, you know, being comfortable with who I am in general. Mm -hmm. I know Sammy was rattled a little bit after the the ankle, you know, but um, but he's getting it back. You know, like I like that he pushes himself in other directions and like, you know, with like the current around with the with the design, and everything. And he's, you know, he's no no qualms about shaving his head, you know, like trying something new. Yeah. Um, He's always done these. He's an evolving character. And going back to evolving, like talk about music. Yeah. He's evolving. He always evolves the Sammy Callahan character. Death Machine. I see you. Like it just, there's always something about him. You know, the hardcore stuff, the stuff with Musa. He feuds with everybody. You know, like I love that about Sammy. So I'd be, I'd be very, very grateful if we can get him, if we can pull off this whole thing with him on the, uh, on the record. So, 
plenty of time. We're still writing it anyway, so I'll find a spot for sure. Yeah. Um, now, you know, before we close, uh, you want to share any thoughts? You want to plug anything? I also know you're in an additional band, too. Yeah, I'm in a band called Toxic Rocket. It's like a it's a punky Ramones type of band. Uh, that one's going to be recording in, in March. It's really, really fun. I played just guitar in that one uh some with some of my closest friends and we just it took on life of its own that there's an ep out and three singles with uh previous bassist so now we have a different basis and we're going to record the full length and uh that's toxic rocket so you look up toxic rocket so please do check that out uh and then hemi is hemimusic.com all the links are there but you type in hemi in all caps and the apple music spotify it all comes up you'll see the photo it's like you'll see me and the guys in there but um yeah, check it out. The Avalon's the latest album. It came out a few years ago. We lost a few years of touring because of COVID. It really got in the middle of that. But uh, we pushed That's it really everyone. well. Yeah. yeah, it did very well internationally. Like We released it in 2018. And um, it went very well. Like It did awesome in Greece and the Netherlands and Russia. Like It, it was big in Europe. Like It really got received well. Sold a lot of records. It was really cool. So I'm very grateful to the European fans for that one because we got like reviews from all these international sites, Germany and Switzerland. It was really crazy to see that. Very, very cool. Uh, so Avalon's latest album, new albums being written right now. And uh, I'm, I'm super psyched. We got a bunch of new merch. It's uh, Our merch is all through below the collar, our T-shirts, uh, which is owned by Pro Wrestling Tees. So if you go to if you just go to hemimusic.com and merch, and it'll link you right there. But we have all these designs by One of the Dead. And then we got a bunch of other stuff like keychains and all that kind of stuff too. So tons of merch, stream it, add it to your Spotify's if you have it. Literally, seriously, like it, there's no effort. Any band, not just us, any band like independent that you know or you see, just literally give them a play. Like if you go to Spotify and just like give them a play, it it does wonders for their numbers. Bandcamp, you know, we're on all that stuff. So like all our links are at the website. But like just giving them a play, hit a hit follow. It, it, you don't understand how far these little efforts go liking their page facebook instagram twitter just like it literally is one click and you can support like it goes so far for independent bands like it means the world when you see people like your photo and like your stuff and follow you like you mean something like you know we're you struggle for that so as an independent band like you strive to get those you work hard to get that like and to get that follow I mean, you see, like, I'll look at, like, Metallica. I'll keep using Metallica because they're, like, this, you know, they're, like, the baseline of metal bands. But, like, a Metallica puts up a photo. They have, you know, they have 20 million followers on Instagram, for example. And, like, average picture has, like, you know, 100,000 views or likes. It's, like, dude, it means nothing. Like, to them, it's, like, that's crazy. You know, that's, like, that's insane for me, you know, like, <laughs> to think that. But for us to get 50 is awesome, you know? So support your independent artists, any artist, man, like painters and musicians and authors and whatever, like every little click means the world. So please do that. But for us, yeah, you go to hemimusic.com. All the links are there. Follow us on everything, man. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all at Hemi Music. So check yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll link it as well. And of course, um, this also will be on my Spotify as well. So. Please, yeah, you have a great following. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Like, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it's all right. You know, I've got a, you know, I'm very blessed and fortunate to have uh, 
the people that support me that that do you know yeah no it's it, it is it's awesome like if you're if you are independent i'm serious guys like every little bit goes i mean it means like i get a new follower i'm like oh cool thank you i'm appreciative of that you know it means the world to get those uh people buy a t-shirt you're like fuck man like they're buying my shirt they could have bought any shirt, right? They bought, they could have yeah. bought any CD, but they bought mine. You know, it's exactly. cool. I felt that from day one till now. It's like they could have done it for anybody. They they spend their twenty bucks on us. It's cool as shit. You know, you can't you can't replace that. That's that goes a long way. That keeps us going. That's why we're at twenty years of this. So, uh, I I, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all like the impact and you know connecting with the wrestling. Your the impact community has been amazing to us. Yeah, yeah they, they were awesome. They've been really good to me as well. I, I, I can't wait to get a, get a, another song over to him. You know, I'd like to get another song over to him. Um, I'm grateful. Kevin Sullivan was now at AEW. He he made that happen for us, and then Eric Tompkins, you know, kind of facilitated it further. But like, he made it happen. You know, like Kevin started that train for us, and I'll never forget that. Like he did so much for us. And I remember I, when I was at Skyway, he came up to me because AEW is like, they're literally upstairs from like mm -hmm. him. And like, he came up and he like said hello. And I was like, dude, oh my God, like, thank you. I gave him a big hug. And I was like, dude, you, thank you. I mean, like, it might not, it might not, be, again, it's not a million dollars, but it might as well be a million dollars because to an independent artist, that means the world, man. So thank you for that. To everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. You know, uh, once again, you know, thank you, Trent, for being here. Thank you for doing this, you know. Yeah, thank you for having time. me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everyone, you know, give Hemi a follow. Listen to him on Spotify. I say Spotify because, like, that's the most common thing, you know, we use. Just seriously. Any, anywhere, really. It, it helped. Honestly, just go to Spotify, all caps, H-E-M-I. You'll see it. Got to see us in the, in the little icon. Play one song. Play any of song. I don't care. See what you think. Uh, we, but for, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, the Avalon album's the latest one, but check it out. We have a Motorhead tribute on there that Motorhead endorsed, which I'm very proud of. So, uh, I love Motorhead. You know, Motor you and I, we, we had a discussion about the whiskey. Yeah, we did. We did for sure. I love Motorhead. They, they personally messaged us to tell us they were proud of us about that cover. So I, there was no better validation than that. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, much love to Lemmy. You know, may you rest in peace. Lemmy, Phil, Mickey, all those guys. Much appreciated.